When it comes to weight loss, no two people are the same. That's why Noom builds personalized plans based on your unique psychology and biology. Take Brittany. After years of unsustainable diets, Noom helped her lose 20 pounds and keep it off. I was definitely in a yo-yo cycle for years of just losing weight, gaining weight, and it was exhausting. And Stephanie. She's a former D1 athlete who knew she couldn't out-train her diet, and she lost 38 pounds. My relationship to food before Noom was never consistent. And Evan, he can't stand salads, but he still lost 50 pounds with Noom. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. Even through the pickiness, Noom taught me that building better habits builds a healthier lifestyle. I'm not doing this to get to a number. I'm doing this to feel better. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom users compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Welcome, Freedom Fighters, to Flawed and Free Podcast, where we build, empower, and equip disciples of Christ through deliverance and healing. My name is Tina, the Warrior Princess, and I am your host. As a spiritual warfare strategist, prophetic intercessor, and deliverance minister, I take great pleasure serving you and supporting your journey from the flaws of your past into the freedom of your future. Follow me and be set free. Hey guys, it's Tina. Welcome back to Flawed and Free Podcast. I'm so excited to chat with you guys again on yet another week. Thank you for those that are returning and welcome to those of you that this may be your first time coming. I hope you come back and share more of this podcast with friends and family. So today's episode is about obedience. Hey, obedience, obedience. So I titled this podcast, It's the Obedience for Me. Yes, it's the obedience for me. It's a phrase, a common phrase that people say like, it's the hair for me, sis. It's the, you know, whatever it is. It's the, you know, it's it's the obedience for me. Okay. That's what we're talking about um, this week. So um, I want to read out of John 14 and 15 and the ESV version. It says, if you love me, you will keep my commandments. If you love me, you will keep my commandments. And so God has called us to be not just hearers of the word, but doers of the word. James 1 and 22 says, but be doers of the word and not hearers only deceiving yourselves. And so as we grow and as we partner with the Holy Spirit to mature in Christ, it is important for us to exercise blind faith and pure obedience because the Lord will never steer us wrong or or take us off of any rightful path that he has for us. Now we can we can get ourselves off the path, right? We can mess ourselves around in disobedience um, or procrastination or laziness. And we all know that that's delayed disobedience is still disobedience. 
which is procrastination. So there's a lot of things that God has called us to, or we may know that we are purposed to do in the earth. And we have in disobedience out of maybe fear or distrust, or maybe just pain of the past or certain traumas or wounds or things that have come up in our lives that have caused us to distrust and disobey. And so God is looking for those that will be willing and obedient. Isaiah 1 and 19 says, if you are willing and obedient, you shall eat the good of the land. And I don't know about y'all, but I want to eat the good of the land. Okay. I don't want my disobedience to end me up in places that I don't need to be cycling and circling around um, matters that God didn't call into my life because of my disobedience. He said that if I am willing and I am obedient, that I shall eat the good of the land. And I most definitely desire to eat the good of the land. And I know that you desire to eat the good of the land as well. But how difficult and challenging it is from day to day just to be obedient just as sons and daughters of Christ to be obedient you recall when you were growing up and maturing as a child into your teenage years into adulthood and though you knew your parents were telling you the right thing and even though you didn't want to do it because it didn't always seem fun it didn't always you know you felt like you knew more than your parents you know, even now as adults, we'll do that with God. Sometimes God will lead us or give us direction or guidance. And it just doesn't make sense. Just nothing about it makes sense. And so we will step outside of the will of God in the hopes that we know better than him. And I'm a testament to all of you, as I'm sure many of you have many testimonies as well, that that never works. It never works. But you know what? We keep trying and we keep doing it until we finally get to a point in our lives where we fully and completely surrender. Like, okay, God, I'm waving the white flag and I am done. I am ready to submit. I am ready to be obedient and follow your way because I've tried every way but your way and nothing seems to work. And even those things that work for maybe a short period of time don't seem to last long so we are to be God's obedient children and we are not to conform to the things of of the world we're not supposed to be concerned with the worldly ideas and and thoughts and because we are a part of the supernatural and so God has designed for us to walk in his authority and for us to receive the blessings and the promises of God and we have to do it his way right we have to do it this way we can't continue to live life the way that we want to live it and if we do then it comes with its own set of outcomes right it comes with its own set of issues and problems because we chose to what to do things our way and so why not ask and follow the creator who created us who knows all things 
who knows all things. So why would we count on ourselves only when he is the all knowing? He knows the beginning and the end of all things. And so for some reason, we seem to think that we know more than God. And that is the furthest from the truth. But our actions show us that more than anything. First Peter 1 and 14 says, as obedient children, not conforming yourselves to the former lust as in your ignorance. So therefore, we should be living our lives before God, the father, that even though God has given us grace and he gives us love and 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 all of this in the midst of our sin. And even when we come out of sin, we are still to be obedient and not conform to the lust of the world in our ignorance. But we're to call on the father and the Holy Spirit to help us with our decision making. And so that we can make the right decisions that God has called us to walk in so that we won't mess ourselves around and make the wrong decisions and just cause further destruction and delay in our lives. And so many of us repeatedly will make the same mistakes over and over because we don't want to hand over our will to the father. We don't want to submit Let's just be honest. We don't want to submit fully and surrender to the will of God because we think that there's a better path or we've been deceived by the enemy um, that we can live without God. But how can that be so when he created us and he's created all things? God is always our source and anything outside of God is our resource given to us by him. And so therefore we must never walk in such arrogance and pride that we feel like we don't need God, that we don't need to humble ourselves before him to seek his heart and his desire and will for us. But because he truly does know better for us than we could possibly know for ourselves. So obedience is important in getting from one place to the next place because you can potentially delay the promises of God in your life as we all have experience or you can totally miss it right you can totally miss um the window of glory you could totally miss the opportunities that God has set on the path for you to receive because you're on the wrong path and you're on the wrong journey because of your decision making. And so it's just easier to just really petition the help of the Holy Spirit and partner with him in all that we do and all that we say and to just obey the voice of the Lord because the enemy, our adversary, is always seeking to distract to delay to destroy and to to harm us to to destroy every plot and I mean every plan that God has put in our lives his whole mission is to break it down 
tear it down and destroy it so that you never do eat the good of the land so that you never meet your mate so that you never receive the purpose and the promises of God in his presence these are the things that he is always strategizing against us in the realm of the spirit he is hoping and praying not p-r-a-y but p-r-e-y on our disobedience so because he can't stop the plans of God for our life he cannot stop them we belong to God we belong to the true and living God and God has bought and paid us with a price at the cross and so the enemy our adversary meaning the devil cannot stop the plans of God but what can he do he can whisper those sweet nothings in your ear he can dangle that carrot in front of your face and he can distract you from the path of purpose and prevent you from receiving the promise of God and so this this episode is brought to you by our exclusive freedom fighters membership program become a monthly partner by going to patreon.com slash flawed and free that's p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot com slash flawed and free or click the link in the episode description to gain early access to bonus content monthly partnership calls, exclusive podcast release, and amazing discounts on flawed and free merch and apparel. Partner with me at Flawed and Free is important not only in this season but the seasons to come because we do not want to miss him we do not want to miss the leading of the spirit of God we do not want to miss the promises of God we want to receive the revelation that God has given us from day to day so that we can walk and receive the fullness of God for our lives and the generations that are even to come ahead of us right? We want to be in full confidence and following Christ and his commandments so that we can not only please him, but that we can live a fruitful, productive, and prosperous life. How much easier is it for us to lay our burdens and our cares and our situations and concerns down at the feet of the father and not even worry about what our future looks like? Because he's already plotted and planned out our future if we just surrender our own mind and burdens that we are thinking how am I going to get this how am I going to get there what am I going to do next when God has already planned out the plot of our life if we would just partner with him in the decision making and allow him to hold our hand and take us in by trusting him in faith and not leaning on our own understanding it is it is imperative in this season that we trust in the Lord with all of our heart and not lean on our own understanding I'm gonna tell you the truth most of the directions that God has given me in this season and in the most recent seasons I can assure you made absolutely no sense do you hear me absolutely no sense and I was like what 
This doesn't make any sense, but that is because we're supposed to lean on the Lord with our own, with, with, with not in our understanding, but in his understanding, Proverbs three and five tells us to trust in him, trust in him with all of our heart and that we will, and not to lean upon our own understanding. So God has already paved the path. He has already cleared the clutter of our lives, but we add clutter, right? We add distraction. We add delay and we allow and give the enemy access to our spirit, to our souls. And we allow him through trauma, pains of our past, through disobedience to come in and inflict more pain, more vengeance, more trauma, and and more delay and destruction just simply because we will not be obedient because we want to live our lives the way that we want to live them. We don't want to allow the Lord to lead and govern us in the right way, in the ways of righteousness. We think that it takes too much from our carnal, natural lives. Some people say it's a, uh, that it's boring. It is not a boring life to follow Christ. I'm telling you, my life now is so much more peaceful than it has ever been my entire life life since I began to let go and truly let go and let God lead my entire life. I'll give you an example. This has been a quite a faith season that I'm in as I have moved from the familiar to the foreign and into new territories and new land as God has been doing a new thing in my life, just in many areas as an entrepreneur, as a faith-based organization, and all of the things that up until now, I had no idea how to implement and how to um, to govern a business for many years. For those of you that know my background, for more than 20 years, I was a registered nurse. Five years of that, I became a family nurse practitioner. And though I thought this was the life that I would live and retire in, I found out very quickly, the more I um, began to surrender my life to God, that that was not his will for me moving forward, that he was opening up a life of full-time ministry, and he was calling me to be elevated in areas that I was unaware, but had I not sought out the purpose of God in my life, I would have completely missed it. Though my path was delayed, I discovered along this journey that a lot of what I am yet doing now, I was supposed to be doing in my 30s around 12 years ago. And but God still redeemed the time and he has reconciled and restored my ignorance in that season where I was unaware of who I was and my purpose 
in the earth and my purpose in the world. And so once I began to loose my own personal will and walk in obedience in the will of the father, my life completely changed drastically and it just continues to evolve. And I have found that peace that surpasses all understanding. I read that scripture a million times and I read it and I'm like, okay, but it's one thing to read it, but it's one thing to know it in your heart and in your spirit. And though this is a new space for me, God has shown up in so many ways in this season of the wilderness, in this wilderness season, as he's grown my faith immensely, my obedience has begun to match my faith and he continues to open up even more doors, even more doors into my life. And I'm just now walking in blind, blind faith and pure obedience because obedience is truly better than sacrifice. Though I have given up everything that I've, I mean, friendships, relationships, familial, family, um, situationships, um, um, prospects, suspects, Everything in between my career, my home, my children, my ministry, my business, my car, my bank accounts, literally my stewardship, my life. There is nothing left. I literally took myself completely out of myself. I took myself completely out of me and I said, God, who am I in you? Who am I in you? And guess what? All that I've done, all that I've built, all that I know that was not planted by you, take it. And woo, I don't know if I was quite ready when I began that prayer, but God met me in that space and he continues to show up and show out. And so it's almost become not like a game, but it's so refreshing to me in this day because I, at one point in my life, really worried about everything. I had a plan A, a plan B, a plan C and a D because I just thought that I needed, I lived in a place of survivorship. I lived in a position of victim instead of victor. And I just never allowed God to really show me who am I? And not only who am I, but who did you call me to be? And so I took away all of society standards and all of social media ideologies, all of the people that I knew that I was intimate and close with, bits and pieces of this, bits and pieces of that, all the books that I had read and all of these things to gain wealth, to be happy, to be prosperous, to be a abundant because all of those things collectively did nothing for my spirit man it did nothing for my spirit to 
mature me, to grow me, to allow me to walk in the fullness and the wholeness of God. And so now as he's positioned and postured me in this this place, I've just surrendered my life and my will in complete obedience. And let me tell y'all, it's great on this side. Like Tony the Tiger says, it's great on this side. I'm like, why didn't your girl get here sooner? I could have saved myself a whole lot of trauma, a whole lot of pain, a whole lot of foolishness had I come into agreement sooner in my life. And so in obedience, I've had to follow and and do what God has said, though I didn't understand. One great example, I'll tell you a quick story. I was living in um, a huge home, a huge home. I'm making good money. I'm making six figures plus. I got all these degrees, education and experience. And I'm just living the life that I thought I would live in happiness with this great job and great paycheck and, you know, respected field. And I'm living my life, but really, y'all, I was still miserable behind closed doors. I was still seeking. It was still a void. I was still constantly looking for something to fill those empty spaces in my mind and in my heart that I was looking for to be loved and to be fulfilled and to be accepted and to be understood. And I didn't get that from that degree. I didn't get that from those paychecks, but I get it now out of the presence of God and serving the people of God, there is a fulfillment that I get now in my obedience to God and his will and his way that I've never, ever, ever experienced in my life. And so as I've been walking this journey, I'm going to share a quick story with you before I moved into my modest, humble abode that I reside in now. The Lord had given me instructions in the home that I was living in. And here I am in this huge 3000 square foot space. And, you know, in in my early 20s, I'm 24, maybe 23. I bought my first house. Um, And in my mid to latter 20s, I built my next house in Florida and become quite accustomed to some of my bougie living. Okay, Um, and living a certain way in a certain standard um, that I thought I deserved from all of my hard work and building. But I built those things in my hand. Never once did I ask God um, his will for my life and my career, nor in my day to day choices and living and made a lot of decisions that looked good on the outside, but didn't always feel good on the inside. I worked hard. I worked a lot of hours. I took time away, precious time that I couldn't get back that from my children. And I wasn't doing a bad thing. I was providing providing and living a very respectable life um, to the world per se, um, still living in sin, <laughs> but a somewhat respectable life. And, you know, it looked good, right? But still miserable. 
So as the journey has evolved and I began to give up my will for his, I began to walk the walk of obedience, which was very difficult in the beginning, right? It gets easier over time, I promise you. The more you see God show up and show out, you'd be like, you know what? I've been doing this all wrong. I mean, all wrong. I'm I'm mad at my pastor and I'm mad at a whole lot of folks in my past that did not truly explain what this was and what this looks like to live in this way. And so um, here I am and I'm faced with the decision to continue to remain in my home where I am comfortable or move. And I liked the comfort and where I was. I loved where I was, loved my home, loved where I was. Um, There was a turn of events that was happening in my career that looked real shaky at the time. A lot of warfare, a lot of things going on. It seemed like the, the more obedient I became, the more I surrendered to God. It's like the devil was mad, mad, mad. And he was doing everything he could, could to take me down. But there was literally no turning back for me in this point in my season. There was no turning back because I was so hungry and thirsty for the things of God. And I said, God, you know what? I'm going to try it your way because I've lived quite some time doing things my way and I've only gotten so far. Maybe if I fully surrender myself to your way, I'm willing to see what could possibly happen on the other side of this because I've literally exhausted my resources. I've exhausted my will. I'm tired. I'm tired of running. I'm tired of chasing. I'm tired of just living. Right. And not 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 thriving in the fullness of God, but just meeting the needs of my life life. I'm like, there's got to be more. There's got to be more than just going to going to work, getting a paycheck, coming home, rinse and repeat, going to work, taking care of the kids, cooking dinner, coming back home, rinse and repeat. There has got to be more. And so I had exhausted my own mind, my own will, and all that I had done up to that point of my life and said, you know what, God, I'm tired. Let me let me give this to you and let me see what's on the other side of this. And boy, 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 did my life change quickly, rather quickly as it continues to. So here I am in this home and the Lord begins to speak to me about many things in my life. And one, I was not prepared to hear. And so he's like, sell all your stuff, get rid of this um, stuff and leave this place. And I'm like, hmm. Mind you, this home had become a very sanctified space for me. I'd become somewhat attached to the comfort of the luxuries of my home and space. And God's telling me to leave. And I'm looking at him like, well, you got to be kidding me. Where are we finna go? What am I finna do with all this stuff? I got two living room sets. I got two dining room sets. I got an eat-in kitchen, a, a, a formal dining kitchen and all of these things. And I've just seemed like I've moved my whole life um, between my life in the military with my ex-husband or just personally, even before I met him. And I'm like, God, your girl is tired of moving. This was not on my radar to do. Why am I moving? 
And so he began to speak and give me instruction. And I was like, you got to be kidding me. Like, I just, they, what, what are the people going to think? I've worked so hard to, you know, drive this nice car, live in this nice house and do this and do that. What people going to think I'm doing bad in these streets? He said, move into an apartment. I said, what? (laughs) You have got to be joking. Move out of my comfort of my home into an apartment that is below me. This just cannot be. And I toiled with that for not long because I was still on the path of obedience. But I was like, boy, my flesh was battling okay my flesh was warring but my spirit was willing and I was like God you know I said I was gonna do whatever you told me to do so I'm still finna do what you tell me to do but is there another way can we kind of talk about this you know can you clue me in as to why you're having me leave here and move I don't get it so then he kind of continues to speak to me and I'm like God if I get rid of all my stuff people are gonna think I'm doing bad people are gonna think that I'm struggling in these streets I just don't want to mind you God was delivering me from people pleasing in this season unaware to me unbeknownst to me so I'm like okay 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 you know and so he began to continue to speak to me and I'm walking I'm walking I'm like okay God all right if you say do it I'm gonna do it and I began to I came into agreement with the word that he's he'd given me and I just walked it out literally with my with my eyes closed walked it out get to the get to moving day I fall out on the floor. I'm exhausted from the move. I'm just, you know, I didn't gave away literally 50 to 75% of my home to fit in this less than 1500 square foot space. Um, All of my beautiful, you know, artwork and this and that, I was able to hold on to some. God's like, get rid of it, get rid of it, get rid of the coats, get rid of the furniture, get rid of. And so the Lord began to speak to my heart about um, giving and not selling all of my stuff. And so there were some things that I did sell, um, but most of what I could as the Lord led, as the spirit led, I gave away completely like zero dollars. Like this is yours. This is a blessing to you and you can have it. And people are like, are you kidding me? You're giving this away. You're giving this away. And I'm sitting there with my teeth clenched like, yeah, 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 I'm giving it away. And they just looking like, why? I'm like, uh, you know, not really fully explaining the the instruction of the Lord that he gave me. And so I'm in obedience. I'm walking this thing out reluctantly, but doing it. I get to the date moving day. I'm exhausted. I'm tired. I get into my humble, modest, beautiful space and I begin to cry. I'm crying. God, why would you do this to me? I don't understand. I don't understand. Why do you why do you have me doing this? I told you I would do what you asked me to do, but I don't like this. This is not comfortable. This is not fun. I'm literally living on the third floor and I haven't lived in an, in an apartment since I was like 20 years old 
And no, before that, maybe 19, 19, 19, 20, um, I haven't lived in an apartment. And so I was like, I'm 40 something years old and now I'm in this apartment and I'm around all these kids and they're blasting their music and oh my God, what am I going to do? And so I'm complaining. And so the Lord began to speak to me and I began to cry. And he said, he told me, he said, daughter, everything that you have, you've built in your own hand. He said, you built in your own hand. He said, I'm breaking it all down, but I'm rebuilding it. I am building you back up. But this time and on a new foundation in my hand, no longer in your hand, but in my hand. And I'm laid out on my marble floors of my of the home I was in. And I am boo-hoo crying. <gasps> oh, God. Because I clearly heard the voice of the Lord. And I was like, yes, God, I'm saying, yes, God, yes, God, yes, God, I will follow you. I will be obedient, even though it hurts, I will be obedient. So I come into my nice, humble, beautiful space that God has blessed me with. And I'm struggling, right? I'm still struggling, but I'm still walking in obedience. I'm climbing these three sets of stairs and I am just sick in my, in my, in my soul. I'm sick. I'm sick, y'all. I'm sick. And so I'm still being obedient. Well, I moved in the spring, in the spring. So about three months later, I lose my job. (laughs) I didn't lose it actually. I was released from my job by the Holy Spirit, by the Lord. It was actually an answered prayer, to be honest. Um, And I may give more of that testimony in another podcast. But I had been praying to be released into full-time entrepreneurship. I had been working um, in ministry part-time, building this business for the Lord. As he instructed, it became more and more challenging to do, working my nine to five. And um, my desire was more for the ministry than for the work that I had been trained and educated to do. Um, And I just start, you know, it things just there was a lot of warfare, it just became quite a challenge to remain in that space. But I continue to be obedient until the day that I was released. And then God had made it very clear all the while instructing me that my days were numbered um, at my job and what it would look like. Um, I didn't know the specifics of when or how, but it became very clear the day I received my pink slip. <laughs> As many did over the pandemic, I was one of many, right, um, that was laid off or let go um, from their jobs in that pandemic. But fast forward, I be, the Lord began to gave me give me even further revelation as to why my obedience 
in three months prior to move into this space was so important. I put I actually saved myself in obedience from literally getting um, oh, evicted, right? Because I could have been in position to my overhead was way too high, though I could afford it because of the salary I made at the time and the resources I had at the time. God was restructuring how I was spending my money. He was decreasing my overhead so that I could redistribute those funds and those monies to steward and live based on my day-to-day needs and also based upon the needs of the business so I could pour more of those extraneous funds that I was spending in luxury, traveling when in a beautiful home and a large space that I really didn't need. I just desired and wanted at the time. And because because why? Because he saw ahead of me. I could only see to the hill, but he saw over above and beyond the hill and had I not trusted him in full obedience I could have been in a conundrum I could have been in quite a situation in disobedience that would have caused me to be in a even more stressful space with not being able to afford or remain in the space in which I dwelled in before. And so looking back now, how my obedience literally saved my life, the life of my children in in being obedient to the will and the word of the father. And at the time, though I had been given the instruction, I did not understand. I did not get it right. I did not get it. But he continued After I walked in agreement and obedience to pour out the revelation as to why I'm here and what he was doing in this space, why it was so important for me to move when I moved. And when I tell y'all, all of the revelation I received literally brought me into tears and I was so grateful for my obedience. I said, whoa. This is one of many times that God has showed up and showed out and he continues to do so even in this season, this temporal season that I am in. It's for a long term gain. Glory be to God. And so had I not made that short term sacrifice for the long term gain, I could have positioned, I could have positioned and allowed myself to be off of the path of purpose to miss my window of glory to receive the direction and the guidance toward the purpose and the promise that is even yet to come so I just want to encourage all of you for those that the Lord is speaking giving directions and utterances to and it just might not make sense it just may you just can't see where this could possibly fit in your life life. Trust God. Trust God in full and complete obedience. Trust him. 
and he will make your path clear. He will show you what he has for you. You will not suffer. You will be taken care of. God will bless your obedience as you submit yourself to God. He will then pour out his promises and blessings and love and peace upon your life. So if you will just love, trust, honor, and obey, he will keep his commandments in your life. I started out reading John 14 and 15, and I'm going to read it again. If you love me, you will keep my commandments. And because God loves us and we love him, all of his commandments and all of the things that he so desires to give and do, he wants to do. But he has to be understand and know that you are willing to trust and obey him. So it's the obedience for me, sis. It's the obedience for me. I promise you it is much peaceful on this on this side. It is much there's much more grace and mercy and favor on this side of obedience. Just give it a try. I promise you he will not let you down because I can say to you with 100 percent plus confidence that God has showed up is showing up is showing out on my behalf just because of my obedience in Jesus mighty name so I pray that this you will take into your spirit and also take before the Lord to expand and increase your faith your obedience and your trust in him i love you guys till next week to god be the glory amen thanks for joining me on flawed and free podcast make sure you follow and subscribe click the bell on youtube on my channel and follow don't forget to meet me live every Thursday, 8 p.m. Central Standard Time for Tea and Testimony with Tina to discuss weekly podcasts and answer questions. I'll be streaming from YouTube, Facebook, and Instagram at Flawed and Free, or if you're streaming from IG, it's at The Flawed and Free. Till next week, God bless, where we are free to be me, flawed and free.